this week on a brand new Strong Arm Sports. Nobody else deserves a first place vote in this race. Mm. This should be a unanimous James Harden MVP season. I, I don't understand. If you lead the league in scoring, if you got the best record in the league, if you are also amongst the top in the league in assists, you lead the league in win shares. I don't know what the hell else you could possibly do. We supposed to be the losers, but we winning, no. They used to laugh at us, now we winning, no. They used to tell me never in my lifetime. I guess they wasn't in their right mind. Already, what's going on, folks? Welcome back to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sport Podcast. The realest sports podcast in all the land. True. Bro, I don't know if you feel me, man. I mean, in all the land. True. And we are back to wrap up the previous week of sports in dramatic fashion. No BS, no sugarcoat, no biases, only the strong arm truth. This happens to be the first time you watched our show here on YouTube, but if you're listening on any of our various podcast channels, I'm one half of the show. I go by the name of K-Spade, the prospect. And I'm your boy, Paris 57 and together we form Strong Arm Sports Spade. Yes, sir. A lot has happened this week, my man. Indeed. A lot has happened. Man, we got to talk NBA playoffs. We got to talk Dez Bryant, and that's where I want to start, Spade. want to start Woo! the NFL. We're going we gonna to go right down to Dallas, right down to my team, and we're going to talk about these Cowboys. We're going to talk about... Mm. Des Bryant. We're going to talk about Jerry Jones and Des Bryant having to sit down. And what came out of that meeting was Des Bryant being released mm. by the Cowboys. Babe, mm. two questions. Yes. Should the Cowboys should the Cowboys have released Des Bryant? And two, what do you see Des ending up? I got to admit, man. It, people have kind of jumped on the bandwagon. Of slandering Dez Bryant. And I'm not going to do that. I don't think Dez is a bad player at all. I don't think he's a bad wide receiver. And I, I think the part of this story that came out that bothered me the most was the fact that Dez said that they didn't even offer him the opportunity to re-sign at less money. They just told him to step. At the same time, Dez ain't exempt. Like, it's a dirty game. Everybody know how it go. And this is pretty much the exact same thing the Green Bay Packers just did with Jordy Nelson. They just kind of told Jordy the same thing. Like, don't even worry about trying to save us in the chips, my guy. It's been real. See you when I see you. Now, Dez is saying that he wants to stay in that division. He want to play them Cowboys twice a year. And I think that's the best thing for him. Because I think one of the problems, if you look back at Dez's career, he was always a fiery guy on the sideline. He was fiery on the field. He wasn't always fiery where you wanted him to be in terms of making the big play. And if it takes putting that chip on his shoulder, getting a chance to play against the Cowboys, and getting uh, Garrett's boys back, as he refers to him as, I think that's probably best for his career. So if you are an NFL team and you're looking to add a receiver, if you in that division, I think you better be looking at this. And I, I, it's a few teams over there I think definitely could use another receiver. The first team that comes to mind will be the Redskins. I, I, agree, I agree with that, Spade. I think I, yesterday when this happened, I said, watch him go to the Redskins. You know, him and Josh Norman, they got these Samsung phone commercial things brewing. Like, right. So they got they got kind of a rapport, I would assume. They have some type of rapport. So I would assume Josh Norman would be trying to get on the horn to contact Des Bryant. Like, yo, you need to come over here. I want, I want to say this. Des Bryant said that, you know, uh, the Garrett boys kind of like, split the locker room they kind of had like 
his own guys. Jason Garrett had his own guys, and it was a, another set of guys. And I, be, I believe that. I believe that. And the crazy thing is, Spade, I, I wanted, I wanted Jason Garrett gone, but I understand, I understand why he's not gone because he's one of those coaches that Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones don't li- don't really like a coach. He doesn't like a coach that you know basically has a mind of his own, want to run things his way, want to run his type of ship his way. Huh. That's why we never went after a guy like a John Gruden. You know, a guy that they said is like a strong-willed guy, want to run things his way or the highway. That's why him and Bill Parcells didn't work out. That's why him right. and Jimmy Johnson didn't work out because right. they 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 were those type of guys. As far as Des, Des Bryant, I feel like Des Bryant, you got to look in the mirror, man. And at, yes. at some space, sometimes you, you burn... You, you burn your bridge, and it's time to just move on. And I feel, I'm not saying Des Bryant is bad or good. I just feel like sometimes you burn that bridge, and people get tired of you. And I feel like that's what happened down there in Dallas. I feel like he just kind of, for, for for what Des Bryant produced on the, you know, you're put up with a lot, Spade, when a dude is amazing. When a dude is amazing, you will put up with damn near anything. Damn near anything. And when the production isn't there anymore, and, and on top of getting paid, $16 million. I mean, I just felt like it, it was just best for both parties to just part ways. I, that's how I feel. As a Cowboy fan, that's how I feel. And I, I do think Des Bryant will uh, land on his feet. I, I can see him signing with the Redskins. People were saying the Eagles, the Patriots, the Giants. I don't see that. I don't see those those teams. Him and I've even seen people saying, oh, uh, the 49ers with Jimmy G out there. I don't see that. But I, I can see the Redskins uh, taking a shot on that, Spade. Well, let, let me throw some numbers. You know, I like to be the numbers guy. I, I'm looking at his numbers right here. Four times in Dez's career has he had at least 130 targets per season. One of those mm-hmm. years being this past season. In the other three years with at least 130 targets, his lowest touchdown number of the season was 12. He had a 12-touchdown season, a 13-touchdown season, and a 16-touchdown season. This is mm-hmm. all with at least 130 targets. This past season, Dez was given 133 targets, only had 69 receptions, and six interceptions. So from a production standpoint, he six definitely— Six interceptions or touchdowns? Six touchdowns. He okay. had 69 receptions. But with okay. 133 targets, he only made it into the end zone six times and only had 69 mm. receptions. So his production is definitely tapering off. And, I mean, that don't necessarily mean that he's bad. Sometimes a player can outgo the system or, I mean, let's not act like at the end of the day everybody want to win, but we are people. And it could be a situation where, you know, Garrett has guys that he I, – I, I can't even give him that, though. 133 targets, nah, fam. You, you just got to produce. You just got to produce. I don't know, man. I mean, it's definitely time like for a new thing. like they wasn't trying to get him the ball, bro. Nah, I mean, not, with, not with 133. See, you think he got something left in the a, tank, though? I, I think he could. I think, like I said, it's going to it's gonna take this guy looking in the mirror. Like, what are you, Des? Be honest. Like, I, that's not for me to tell you. That's not for us to tell you. That's not for the media to tell you. You got to ask yourself, what am I as a player at this stage? Like, what am I right now? Like, what you got to ask yourself is, that man? question, and you got to be honest with yourself. I, I think Dez is a, can still be a solid receiver. If he out if he out here thinking he's still a number one, I'm sorry. I'm you don't sorry. think he's a number one anywhere in the league, bro? No, Spade. No. Wow. No. Not a number one receiver. Spade. Let me, I have I have some notes right here, Spade, of teams wow. that are I'm doing quote fingers here allegedly interested in Dez. They said Arizona, but they said Arizona has a. Uh, 
a little bit of money left. I don't know if Dez is willing to go to Arizona for a little bit of money. They said Baltimore. They said they could make. This is according to Adam Scheffler. You know, Sheff don't never sleep, babe. He, he always sure up. don't. He's a cyborg or something. But they said Baltimore has a uh, room, even with signing Crabtree. They said Buffalo. They said you know Buffalo has interest. And they also said the Green Bay Packers. How do the Green Bay Packers get rid of Jordy to get Dez? I don't know. I, I don't know. To me, in my opinion, I feel like Jordy Nelson is a better, even coming off that knee injury that he was on. Wow. I last. feel, uh, I don't like that. I think you're disrespecting Dez a little bit, bro. You've been kind of hard on like Jordy been Nelson is a tight end for I don't think Jordy's don't, better. No. You don't think, no. think Jordy Nelson is a better wide receiver than Dez Bryant? Coming off that injury? No. Spade, I, I do. I do. He's going to have to show me. He's going to have to show me. Let me ask you this and then we'll move forward. I feel Jordy's a better route runner. I, well, shit. I feel That's Jordy. the one thing I'm not sure if he, he, he admitted he only know two or three of those. Well. So is Jordy. it? Let me ask you this. Jordy? No. Jordy? Oh, I thought you said you think Dez is a better route runner. No, I said I think Jordy is the better oh, okay. wide receiver I, than Dez. Yeah, but you said somebody's a better route runner. And I could swear you said No, I, I said I think Jordy is a better route runner than Dez. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I don't know if I can argue that when the man himself said he only know three routes. Yeah, right, let I me mean, ask you this. I, go ahead. Jacksonville just parted ways with both of their big receivers, Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns. I, I think Jacksonville want to go young, though, Spade. That's why I think they let Allen Robinson and AR-15 go. I think they got I, – I, I actually like Jacksonville young core. They got a young core. And I mean, we, we, you know, you expect, you expect, you would assume that these guys will get better. Like they, they, they played Jacksonville had one of those seasons last year. You know how, you know how we are with the NFL space. We'd be like, man, when you have one of those seasons, you got to cash in because it's hard to get, it's hard to get, get that magic back. Look at Carolina. When Carolina was out there kicking ass, we was like, they better cash in right here because it's going to be hard to get that magic back. Yeah, it is. And I feel like. I feel like if they think Blake Borders is going to play like he played last year, eh, I don't know. But I, I, I do like that young receiver core. I think, I think, I think they they want to stick with that core, and I feel like that's why they let some of those guys, some of those older guys, Allen Robertson as well as Herms go. But I, let me okay. say, let me say this, man. I was looking at the Dallas Cowboy receiver core right now, and whew, now they said we're going to if you're going to uh, address that in the draft, and now ha. Ah, I am. Let me just say this. I am not happy, bro. I am not happy. But you, you wanted Dez gone, so I don't know what the hell I you did. thought was gonna happen. Paid sixteen million dollars for sixty catches, bro. That bro, he he said he was willing to take less. Y'all wouldn't even let him take less. He was ready to eat bologna. I just y'all got him out of there. Sometimes, sometimes you just burn the bridge and it's best to part ways. Sometimes you just gotta break up with it, y'all, fellas. I mean, females too. Sometimes you just gotta break up with. Sometimes it just ain't working out. You keep trying to make it work and make it work and make it work, and it's not adding up. She can't cook. You leave the toilet seat up. Sometimes it's just best to just part ways. It's just it's just best. Yeah, all right. Well, let's go ahead and move forward, man. This next segment for today's show, I don't really know how to read it, LaPaz, so maybe you can help me out with it. It was a post. I actually saw the post on Instagram. It was reposted everywhere to the point that I don't even know who owns the original post. But apparently, Patriots coach uh, Bill Belichick said that after seeing what Deshaun Watson was able to do in the league, he's looking at Lamar Jackson like maybe Lamar could be, you know, a pretty good player. And if that ain't enough to catch you off guard, in the comment section, Tom Brady himself said, Lamar Jackson is a beast. This dude is a beast. 
to the point that Lamar Jackson reposted that on his Twitter. Like, yo, even the GOAT co-signs me. And everybody's like, whoa, do that mean the Patriots want Lamar Jackson? Like, what's really going on? And I'm like, ah, Bill Belichick is one of those guys that he's notorious for. He don't really answer any questions. He'd be like, oh, well, we got to get, we're playing the coach next week. All right, right, but one of your players' whole leg fell off on the field. Were you concerned that he lost a leg? Well, we're preparing for the Colts. Like, he ain't really going to answer anything. So I'm hearing this, and I'm like, if Bill Belichick really had interest in Lamar Jackson, would he be the type of person to tell folks? And I, I don't, is this a smoke screen? Do you think Tom Brady and, and Belichick, do they, do they genuinely like what they see when they look at uh, Lamar Jackson, in your opinion? I mean, we don't know. I'm just asking you what you think about it, because I really don't know what this means. Bill Belichick is a coach, so he he could like what he see, but I definitely understand why people would think this is a smokescreen. Bill Belichick is not the type of person to show his hand. He keep that poker face. So if he likes somebody or or thinks somebody can be a still of the draft, he's not going to say anything. He's not going to show his hand. So I can definitely right. see this as a smokescreen. As far as Tom Brady saying this, I I I, I, I can totally understand. So so. Tom Brady right. thinks, thinks Le, uh, Lamar Jackson is a beast, but wanted Jimmy Garoppolo out of there because he felt like he was a threat. So you want to uh, ask somebody that you think is a going. beast. You want to ask somebody that you think you are a that you want to ask somebody to your team that you think is a beast that could potentially take your job, but you wanted Jimmy Garoppolo out of there because you felt he was a threat. I totally think Tom Brady is saying this because he do not think Lamar Jackson is a beast. He do not wow. feel Lamar Jackson is. He do not feel Lamar Jackson is a threat to his uh his position as quarterback of the New England Patriots, and I feel like when if he know Lamar Jackson is back there, he in his mind in Tom Brady's mind. If I'm Tom Brady, he's thinking. I think Tom Brady thinks Lamar Jackson will be a project, and I will be secure here for at least the next three to five years because it's going to at least take that amount of time for the guy behind me, Lamar Jackson, to get accustomed to what we got going on here. I he, Tom Brady, please. Cut, cut the shit, Tom Brady. I'm not buying it. You do not feel Tom. You do not feel Lamar Jackson is a beast. You do not feel threatened by that guy. That's why you like. Oh yeah, he's a beast. We need to get him in. I would love. Come on, stop it. You do not feel Lamar Jackson is a is a beast. You feel that he's a he's a project, and, and your job will be secure with Lamar Jackson being your backup. Because when you when you didn't think your job was secure, you got you sure went to the owner, and you and the owner got Jimmy G the hell up out of there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't want to believe that my boy Tom out here not really liking what he's seeing Lamar Jackson. At the same time, I want to defend Tom Brady here. They just had Jacoby Brissett, who he's no Lamar Jackson. That's not where I'm going with it. But he's a mobile quarterback, one of those guys that could extend the play by running around. And maybe I mean, hey, when we saw we saw you know glimpses of Jacoby out there. He looked okay. He looked really good. I gotta be honest. He yeah, looked I, I better think, than I thought he would. So maybe I spade. He, he I, wait, I know. Wait, don't make me hate Tom Brady. I, as much I'm gonna make. I want to believe you already hate Tom. You already yeah, hate Tom Brady, but I'm gonna make yeah, me hate him more. Spade. I, I feel even when even when they had Brissett back there, I still feel like Tom Brady didn't feel like that. Oh right. my gosh, I'm about to lose my job to Brissett. That's how he felt with Garoppolo as his backup because he know. That was Belichick's guy. Like that was that was the next stepping. That was the next step for Belichick. Like we're gonna get Tom Brady the hell out of here, and Jimmy gonna slide right in there and take that job. And we ain't gonna miss a beat. We ain't gonna miss a beat. And I feel, I feel. I mean, we. I think both of us feel like 
uh, Jackson is way more, way more of a dynamic player than Brissett was. But I feel like right. Tom Brady don't feel neither one of those guys are a threat. Just like you don't feel Brian Hoyer is a threat or Ryan Mallett was a threat or uh, what was the other guy? That, Matt Castle was a threat. He didn't feel – even when Matt Castle went out there won 10, 11 games, Tom Brady didn't feel that guy was a threat. He didn't feel – but that's how he felt with Garoppolo, and that's why they got him the hell up out of there. And that's, that's the why. only reason why I feel like Tom Brady is coming out saying he thinks Lamar Jackson is a beast. Now, for Be- Belichick – Spade. I, I don't, don't want to believe and it. And I hope – you know, I, I wish people were, were a lot more sincere and kept it, kept it 100 more – but that's just not the world we live in. And I, I just think Belichick is a coach and not going to show his hand. I don't know why, what, why Bill Belichick would say that. Maybe he would. You know, Bill Belichick got all these picks. Maybe he wants somebody to come up and get some of these picks. You know, Patriots are notoriously known for trading back in the draft. Right. So maybe they want somebody to trade up, get some of these picks. Maybe they'll take, oh, well, if Belichick like him, maybe we need to take a look, you know, take a, take a look at this guy and you trade up and Belichick get more picks later in the draft. I don't know why Belichick was saying, but that's uh, that is why I think Tom Brady said it. I don't feel that he feels Lamar Jackson is a threat to take his job at all. I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess any listeners to the show, man, be sure to weigh in. Let us know what you think about this because it's so uncharacteristic for not necessarily for Brady. Because I mean, Brady's comment in the, in the comment section was actually a reply to Dion. Like Dion Sanders was like. Finally, they're seeing the revelation. And, you know, Tom Brady replied to Dion and said, yeah, he's a beast. So it could just be small talk, but I'm still lost on Bill Belichick. I don't know who the hell Bucky Brooks is. I looked at it again and said Bucky Brooks is saying that he think there's some interest brewing over there in New England. It sounds like a whole bunch of, you know, smoking mirrors to me. Might mean absolutely nothing. It's paid. At least you ain't Dion in this situation and say, who, like, <laughs> remember what Dion said to the pro player? Right. At least you ask, like I don't. At least you say I don't know who Bucky Brooks is. I don't instead know who that is. I'm saying, sorry, Bucky. Instead of just saying this guy's trash, and you know this guy could be a somebody. But anyway, Spade, you ready to move on? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Spade, gotta take it to Cleveland. Gotta take it to. Gotta talk about your boy that's in Cleveland. I think he's still yep. your boy, is he? A little bit. But uh, if you guys didn't know, Jarvis Landry gets a five-year extension with the Cleveland Browns for $75.5 million. Woo! Juice. 42 million of them things guaranteed. 42 wow. M's guaranteed. 47 M's, I'm sorry. 47 yeah. M's guaranteed. Get it babe. right. Yeah. Talk to your boy. Like, I'm I mean, shocked. we were just talking about Odell yeah. money. Landry out here. Woo! Talk to your boys, man. If Juice can lock up 17 mil a year, and I didn't think Odell would get 20. If Juice locking up 17 mil a year, somebody better get Odell 21, 22 of them things. And now I'm I'm curious to see where the wide receiver pay grade goes. I mean, we knew everything was going to keep creeping Spade. up. But That's crazy Juice? you say that because the Cleveland Browns mil. just broke the market. They broke the market. Yeah. They broke it. They Typical broke it. Cleveland shit. This is what Cleveland they, do. They, yeah. Because even if, if he got 17, then when it's time for A.B. to get read up or Julio Jones to get read up or, or DeAndre Hopkins to get read up, they're going to be like, man, if he got 17, yeah. I better be getting 25. And, and, I'm and way better than crazy him. about this thing. 
when you see a white, and look, y'all know how I feel about Jarvis Landry. I've said it here on the show numerous times. I think Juice got great hands. I think he's a pretty good route runner. I just wish he had a little more speed to pull away from the defense. That was the only negative thing I had about him when he played in Miami. But look, you got to understand when Juice gets this, and this is what's crazy about sports. When Juice get broke off, other receivers are not happy. Man, they over there rub hands like Birdman because they like, oh, man. Boy, my next contract, I'm about to Word. be rich. They already online looking at shit they want to buy. They already online Word. just, fl- yeah, man. I'm they not putting gonna anything lie to in the carts, man. They on Amazon putting anything in the cart. Yeah, hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. I did not see Juice getting no 75 mil I, 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 and no I, I, 17 mil a year. And Ooh. the crazy thing is, Spade, and I, I understand Cleveland wants Landry to be a part of their future, but I mean, goodness, damn, it's just 17 million. I think you could have got him to be part of your future for a little cheaper, Cleveland. But hey, I think you could have got him for. I think you could have got Juice five years, 50, 50 million, 55 million. Spade, seventy five point five million dollars. That's crazy. I'm gonna tell you what we say here on this show. If mm. there's anybody listening who's not a regular here, we are pro players getting their money. We fam. are. What we, we say are. over here is you are worth whatever you can get somebody to give. Word. Look. If I could find a way to charge you $1,000 per episode for you to watch this show, I would do it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I think you're worth whatever you can get. So I ain't mad at Juice at all, but I am shocked. <laughs> Bruh, I, look, I looked at that. I said, what? Now, I'm not, I really can't be mad that the Dolphins decided to part ways. Because I don't want the it's, Dolphins to yeah. give up 75 and a half mil for Juice. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sorry. And, and I, I, see, I... I hate, I hate because it make it sound like I don't think you. I think he's a good player, man. He is for seventy five point five million dollars, man. I think they, I think they definitely overpaid, and I feel like the Cleveland Browns literally just broke the wide receiver market because people are going to be looking at this contract and they're going to say, man, this dude get like six yards of catch, and mm-hmm. you know it makes you, it makes you have to slander Landry, and I feel like Landry is a good wide receiver. But you, a guy like Hopkins or AB or Odell who has a contract, you know, wants a contract extension. Right. Odell want to look at this like, look at this guy. Yeah, I've been better he than him a, since LSU. That's what Odell going to say. Come I've on. been better than him since that, college. Word. So if I'm damn 20 million, I want 25 million because I yeah. think I'm way better than him. Yeah, the prices went up. I think I'm up. way better. The prices went I mean, up. And LaPaz, I'm going to say this before we move forward. Go ahead. I, I am going to be watching Cleveland close. Because yeah. they may have just t- they may have just taken their gun and shot it at their own big toe. Because I-, I feel like they're looking at what the Rams are doing. Like, oh, well, look at what L.A. doing. Okay, okay. L.A. trying to win today. And I don't think Cleveland's going to win today. So what you- you're going to create a situation where you're going to end up having to break this team up in five years. Because you're not going to be able to afford – if you – I don't know. I'm watching Cleveland, dog. In the years I to mean, come, I, I want to see how you're this works, bro. Able- they're, They're not, not going to be able to keep this team together. These guys, man. Nope. Not mm-hmm. if you get. Not if they giving out allowance like this. You ain't gonna make it through all your kids. Yeah. If you got a hundred dollars in your pocket with five kids, everybody can't get forty dollars for allowance. Like before you get to the end of the kids, you out of money. And I'm curious to see how this is gonna work. I, I don't know if uh, what's the name contract is coming up, but we know they did trade for uh, Jamie Collins. He's gonna want to mm-hmm. get broke off. It's gonna be some guys that want to get paid over there. And, you know, you have to ask yourself this question. It is Cleveland. Guys usually leave Cleveland. They usually leave. When they up for free, I mean, we've seen Ward leave. We've seen numerous guys play yeah. for Cleveland, and they once their contract was up, they were out. So yeah. we don't know if these guys are going to stay. But 
it's some guys coming up with some contracts. They, you know, this offensive line they have, they have a solid old line. These guys don't want to get paid. They're going to want to get yeah, paid. Man. And yeah. if and if everything, if if the way things are shaping up, it looks like Cleveland, I'm doing quote finger spade, allegedly is going to take a quarterback number one. They're going to need old linemen to protect this number one franchise overall. Yep. Just quarterback. lost Joe Thomas. Yeah, just lost Joe Thomas. They, they're going to need this old line to protect this franchise quarterback that they want. So, I don't know, man. You're just throwing out $75.5 million dollars. To yeah. a wide receiver that I think is a slot guy, could, could have probably got him and Dola way. I mean, could have got him and Dola way cheaper. Who I think went back to the Dolphins, right? Yeah. Hey, we got him and Dola to replace Juice, and I'm gonna tell you, yeah. I, I think they would come out better using Juice as a two. I, you want your slot guy to be able to take a slant to the house. Let me get off that because I'm I'm not gonna slander my boy Juice. Juice, let me hold some, just a little bit. Word. Let's go ahead and move forward, Word. bro. Let's talk about the NBA. Okay. The greatest going on. professional league on the planet oh, Earth. Jeez. I'm telling you, dog. The league, I've been excited. And LaParis, we got to hurry up and wrap this up because playoff games start today. Matter of fact, that's where I want to start this segment right here. The NBA okay. playoffs start today, in case you guys don't know. And what we're going to do, we're going to do you guys a favor. We're going to go through each of the first round, and we're going to give you guys our predictions. And you know, man, when we predict... I don't know if they predictions. It's kind of like law. It's like we go to the future, buy an almanac, and come back and tell y'all this shit. It's, it, you can't you can't beat this. You really can't. So, LaParis, I don't know how you want to do it. I guess we can go 1-8 on the west, and then we can jump over to the east. However you want to do it. But I, I want us to both give our opinions on both sides. You cool with that? That's fine. All right. That's fine. I'm going to start right here in the west, man. The one and the eight in the western conference is the Houston Rockets. Best record in the entire league. Versus the Minnesota Timberwolves, who just barely got in. They needed the last game of the season to get in. And they had to mm-hmm. get Jimmy Butler to throw his crutches down, to throw on the kick, to come back and save them guys, to get them in there. And I got bad news for you. Jimmy did yep. all of that. I mean, and them Wiggins boys is... did hit the biggest free throws of his life. but Oh, still... we get a Wiggins compliment now. I, but, let me say, but. I should have known. Go yes, ahead. you should have known. I was still disappointed in the way Wiggins played in that game. But go of ahead, course. Spade, nonetheless. Go ahead. I got bad I mean, news, man. Go ahead, Spade, because I got a lot to say. Go, go, go. I, I hope I hope Jimmy Butler's contract has some incentives where he get extra money if they make the postseason. A lot of players have I mean, this. This won't be, you know, something strange if, if it is that way. But he, he threw the crutches down, and he may have come back a little bit early from injury to ensure that they got to the postseason. It's going to be a short stay, bro. It's going to be a short stay. Listen, man, let me tell you something. You got a prediction right here. I got Minnesota getting the broom. They're going to get the wow. broom against the Rockets, fam. I, I got it 4-0, and if I'm wrong there, which I doubt, they no way they win in more than one game. No way. Go ahead, bro. Spade, I'm Sorry, Jimmy. I, I mean, I, I'm not even going to take a lot of time. I have the Rockets winning this series. I don't have a sweep. I have Minnesota getting one, maybe a push. They get two wins at yeah. home. But I, de- I definitely have the Rockets winning this game. I'm going to say this. Y'all know I've been tough on I've been I've been tough on Wiggins, but let me say this: Jimmy Unfairly Butler, man, tough. I'm, it's not it's not unfair, Spade. It's not. This dude was a top pick in the draft. I expect more. Forgive me for expecting more from a top player in the draft. I'm, did he get drafted number one or number two? Number two, right? I think he got drafted number one, but he never got a chance to play. He got traded from the team that it. took him. I get it. The, the Cavs took him at number one and number two wherever they was at, and they tra- they traded him for Kevin Love. I got it. But Spade, Jimmy Butler, man. I remember when Jimmy Butler first got traded, I said, I don't remember if you co-signed this paper, but I said, man, I don't, it's going to be tough for Jimmy Butler 
to be an all-star game. We didn't know if they was going to play Jimmy Butler at the two or the three. We didn't know what his position was going to be. But we was That's looking true. around the league and was like, man, it's going to be tough for Jimmy Butler to be an all-star in the West. Now, Kawhi was out this year. I mean, Jimmy yep. Butler made it to the all-star game and didn't even play, by the way. Yep. Anyway, Jimmy Butler has been phenomenal for that team, man. And Jimmy Butler scored like seven or seven to nine points in overtime to help them secure that victory, man. It's crazy. Spade Wiggins did hit the biggest free throws in that, that final game to help get them past the Nuggets. But yep. this, this right here won't be pretty. And the only way, I, I expect Jimmy to be Jimmy. I expect Cat to be Cat. But the only way the Rockets will ever have a chance if Wiggins take his game to the next level. And I'm sorry, y'all. No, if Wiggins. Wiggins. Uh, you said the only way the Rockets. I, I know what you meant, though. I I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. The only way the Rockets will have a shot. I'm sorry, y'all. Only way the Rockets will have a shot the, is the if Wolves. Wiggins take his game to the next level. I keep saying Rockets. I'm tripping, y'all. My bad. We got you. We got you. <laughs> So yeah. you think Wiggins, Wiggins got to take his game to the next level, Spade. He cannot give me like that. 16 points a game and think the Wolves will have a legitimate shot at beating the these Rockets. The Rockets, they have asking too for a bigger much role. firepower. Go no, ahead, he's asking for a bigger role, LaPaz. He, okay. he can't give you what you want when he's the third scoring option on that team. He wants a Man, bigger role. Spade. You give him the bigger role, he'll give you the more points. I'm okay. not going to let you get up here and slander you Wiggins. You want to give me 16 damn points. Wow, that's disrespectful. Uh, shoot us over Spade, to the east side, bro. East side. One, one more question. One more question out of that series. Okay. Who do you think? Who do you think is the is the uh, the X Wolves? Factor? No, the Wolves third third best player. We know. I guess we have Cat Jimmy one and two. Well, however yes. you want to put it, I don't care. But who's the third guy? I mean, it's Wiggins, right? Is it not Wiggins, nah, bro? I'm. It's not nah. Wiggins. Who you think it no, is? I'm gonna tell. It's Teague, bro. Teague. Ah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not a huge I'm sorry, Teague fan because Teague is inconsistent. I watched that kid here in Atlanta, bro. Ain't nobody he, more consistent, than, more inconsistent than Wiggins. Yeah, but Wiggins don't touch it every play. He don't okay. touch it every play. Teague touch it every play. I take it to the East, babe. Okay. I take it to the East. You don't I like Wiggins, bro, and I want you to admit bro, it right here. Wiggins on the, what, made what the biggest you, free throws of his career in that game. What and he, do you have against line? Wiggins, bro? Is it because he's Canadian? You, I expect. I expect more from Wiggins. Ever babe. since Drake bodied Meek Mill, you've been against Canadians, and I'm I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick <laughs> that's of not it. true. I'm not from Philly. I'm from Jersey. Y'all know that's but not you, true. That's real close to you. Philadelphia, like nah, you that's not true up. though. I'm from Northern New Jersey, baby. Yeah, okay. I take it to the East, man. I'm off Wiggins. I take it to the East. I had the Rockets winning that series four okay. one. All right. Maybe maybe Minnesota escaped with a second win. Depends on depends on James Harden. Okay. Maybe, but right. I still okay. had the Rockets winning that game. Okay, go ahead. That series, I'm sorry. Let's take it to the East. 1-8, mm-hmm. we have Toronto, the one seed, versus the Wizards, the eighth seed. Right. Who do you have and why? Uh, I got Toronto. And the reason why I got Toronto is, is just the depth of their bench. I mean, and you know, man, I'm a Wall fan, and, and I like Bill. Bill is still a little inconsistent for my liking. I mean... When you talk inconsistent, these are the two teams you talk about because you don't know who's going to show up in the postseason for Toronto you just lying. like you don't know what's going to show up for the Wizards. But what I expect in this series is for John Wall to go out there and give it his all, and I expect them to have a little uh, – I, I expect them to be a little shy. I expect them not to have enough. However, I will do this, the same thing you kind of did with the Wolves. The X factor in this series for me is Otto Porter. If you can get okay. Otto Porter on the court, 
And okay, get, we can I, do X factors. Let's do that. Let's do and that. Get Otto the hoop. I think this thing could go six seven. And you know if it goes, Otto might be out game one. He injured. He might be out game one. That's what I know. Okay. If you can get Otto okay. on the court and and, and okay. get uh, I ain't just saying. You know what I'm saying? He's a body. He's a decoy. I'm talking about yeah, if you I can get, get the Otto Porter on the court. This thing could go six or seven. If Otto missed the first two games, I know they expected they could get him back. If he I missed the first two, oh shit! I hate to be that guy. Oh, you finna talk hey. trash about Otto too, bro? Spade. They just uh, paid Otto this oh boat my God, load of money. Bro. Spade, uh, they just paid. Not, I was about to curse. I'm sorry, y'all. I'll be trying to keep, I mean, we curse on this show, but I was about to say some bad words. Spade, people killed us on this yeah. show when we were talking about Otto getting that money. And I said, yeah. man, I think you. I think Kelly Oubre, a younger guy, still on his rookie deal, can give you everything Otto can do, if not more. And people killed us. was like, well, Otto shot this percent from this act. Three point. I don't care. They might have been care. right. They might have been right, LaParis. Huh? They might have been right. Spade. Kelly has shown just, that he ain't Otto Spade, from beyond that art. Let me get this point out, bro. Okay, Please. go ahead. They just paid Otto all this money, and you telling me Otto, you basically begging for Otto to be the X Factor and asking for good Otto to come out for the Wizards to have a chance. Otto, you make a hundred million dollars. I should not have to beg you to oh come out and goodness, give me your best. Bro. You're so angry. Who you like in this damn series, bro? Uh, Spade, I'm gonna Golly. tell you. And the crazy thing is, Spade, I'm shocking you. I'm gonna shock you. Oh, I got shit. Toronto winning this, but it's going seven. I have Toronto winning this series, but it's going seven because both of these teams are inconsistent. We don't know which Valanciunas we're gonna get. We don't know which Gortat we're gonna get. We don't know which Bradley Bill we're gonna get. We don't know which damn Kyle Lyra we're gonna get. So That's this truth. series, this is one of those evenly matched, inconsistent series <laughs> for real. It can go either way. Two people who? that I expect to who? Okay. I know. I know. Uh. I know. Uh. DeRozan deal with some mental health. You know, he's been talking about his depression. Kudos to him. I hope DeRozan is able to lock in for this series. I mm-hmm. think DeRozan and Wall, I think both of those guys are going to hoop, man. They just, I think they're going to hoop. I mean, but I feel like this is one of those series. It's going to be an inconsistent series. We're going to see maybe a blowout game one, and maybe game two might be a slugfest, and then game three in Washington might be another blowout. It's going to be one of those series. I have this series going seven. And in game yeah. seven, Spade, we know anything can happen. Yep. But I have Who's Toronto pulling this series out of seven games. Who's your X Factor in this series? My X Factor in this series. It got to be Lowry. It, it, it's definitely Lowry. Which guy be. Lowry? Because if Lowry come out and play, this shit can up. end in five. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. All right, real Kyle Lowry, please stand up. Spade, take it back to the West. Let's jump back on the West side. Let's talk about this two and seven. And man, I gotta admit, uh, you're not gonna like me. Much. You're not gonna like me, Spade. I'm sorry, LaParis. I'm in my bag. You, you've been tripping. I, you you are in that bag. You've been tripping for the first <laughs> I'm in my two. Bag. Listen, I'm in it's my Warriors bag. and Spurs. In case you didn't know, and I'm gonna be honest yep. with you, the only thing we learned about Golden State this year is that uh, Steph Curry is more important to that team than I originally <clears> thought. And I confirmed what I knew about Kevin Durant, which was that if you threw him on a team where he had to throw people on his back, you couldn't necessarily depend on him. Down the stretch, that team didn't win as many games as they should have won. I don't care about how many points he scored when they needed to win. And I guess you can't say they needed to win because they got they, they wasn't going to eclipse Houston. And really, they didn't lose any ground. But they lost a lot of games that I just flat out don't think they would have lost if Steph was in that lineup and KD was on the side somewhere with a boot on his foot. I'm just going to be honest with you. 
Steph is expected to return. The Spurs don't look that powerful. I will say this, LaMarcus Aldridge has had a great season, especially considering I think he scores more points from the post than anybody in the doggone league, and that's just not going to be enough. I got this series going. It might be a broom, y'all. It's probably a broom. If it's not a broom, it's, it's 4-1, but it's probably a broom. The, the, I got the west side breaking out brooms right now, LaParis. It's crazy. I'm going to say this. Oh, Lord. A lot of this. Is the my X fact is Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi, are you playing now? It's reports Kawhi's not playing game one, but it's After reports he that he will come back during this series, babe. Right, right. And so he's my X factor. I don't know. You ain't give an X factor. Who do you have? I'm sorry. Uh, my X factor is Steph Curry because I okay. mean I don't think Steph is gonna play in the first game. I could be I, wrong. I don't know. He not. He not. Whenever Steph come think, back, I don't even think they need Steph, man. I, I, was, I, I, was about to, I was about to tell you, and I don't want to bash right. Kawhi, and I'm not going to let you make me the bad person because you're doing a damn good job of being, like, if we good cop, bad cop today, you're doing a damn good job of being bad cop. <laughs> but you know what? In the, I, I think Kawhi played nine games this season. I think right. in the nine games they played, I think they may have lost four or five of them. Now, I don't have the numbers right here in front of me, but it wasn't what you expected. It wasn't Kawhi's in the lineup. They look better. So, I mean, I don't even know if you sprinkle in this rusty-ass Kawhi that hadn't played all season. I don't know that he instantly makes this team better anyway. That's fair. And even if you got the great, healthy Kawhi, I still don't think they got enough for a team that's got all-stars all over the damn place. I mean, they so, was yeah. on their ass like back pockets last year before Jaja did what he did and got up under Kawhi. And Man, what a difference then, a year, Kawhi mate. ain't been right since. Well, yeah, Kawhi ain't been right since. Year, mate. You ain't lying. You know, Kawhi. Zaza been taking folks out for two years. We gotta address this shit. I'm out of coffee. Matter, matter of fact, he might he been taking folks out for about three years. But anyway, Spade. Yes, sir. I, I, I don't think the I don't think the Spurs have enough. I, I have Kawhi as my X factor, but even with Kawhi, I don't think the Spurs have enough. I, I feel like this is gonna be a sweep. It's gonna be a sweep. That's it's what gonna it's gonna be. be. You right. It's gonna be a sweep. Thank you for not going off and, and just yeah, dragging one of these but, players for no reason. Thank you. No, 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 no. I, I, trust me, when we get to the Blazers, nah. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Spade, let's, go, let's, go, let's go to the East. Let's do 2-7. Let's talk about the Celtics yep. and the Milwaukee Bucks. The, it's, it's been rumors that the mm -hmm. Bucks lost on purpose in the last game of the season to the uh, Sixers. They got blown out. They had a damn massacre on ESPN, Bucks Sixers. They got blew out by like 80 points. Because yeah, was, the Bucks wanted this matchup right here. Yep. So two, two seven, yep. uh, Celtics Bucks. Who do you have and why? Uh, I got Milwaukee. I mean, obviously you got Boston being beat up. It's unfortunate because I, I think a healthy Boston team is probably in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, but no. How many games, babe? Um, look, the young people on that team still gonna fight. Uh, Jalen Brown still gonna fight. He's proven he's a pretty good defender. They probably gonna put him on the Greek freak. Um, Jason Tatum is gonna fight. Uh, I'm gonna give him two games, and the only reason why I'm giving him two games is because Milwaukee's a young team and they don't have a ton of playoff experience. But you know what? The Celtics don't either. Damn it! Four one, four one over there too. Four ones everywhere. I'm, I'm a spade. There's gonna be another one of those series that goes seven. I'm telling you. Really? Go seven. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why. I don't if the, know. I, I, the Celtics coach can can get them two games, the, and our mm. the Celtics coach can get them two games, and it's gonna go seven. I'm gonna tell you why. You attack Milwaukee with bigs, and regardless how people regardless how people think about uh, Greg Monroe, 
Greg Monroe is an offensive beast. He's a beast. And I'm telling you, Baines is a monster. Al Horford, I, trust me, I am not an Al Horford fan. But Al Horford is going to be the guy, prob they, they probably going to run the offense through Al Horford. Al Horford going to be having a lot of those 15, 15 point, uh, 9 rebound, 8, 9 assist type of games, I'm telling you. And okay. the, I'm, the Bucks. I'm just, I'm gonna just tell the Bucks, but they, they better not, you know, they, they wanted this matchup. They better not come out here and think this is a cakewalk because one thing the Celtics, you said they're gonna fight, Spade. These they dudes gonna are gonna play some basketball. They're gonna come to play, and, and this coach is gonna have them ready. Now I have Milwaukee winning in seven, but I'm telling wow. you, if they, if they coming out here sleeping, I'm telling you, they're gonna end up losing this series. I'm telling that, you, hey, it, that would shock. That would be the shock of the the whole. I'm shit, telling man. you that Milwaukee. So your X factor is just Boston's bigs. Yeah, the Boston bigs X okay. factor because okay. Milwaukee been getting bodied by bigs all year, man, all year, all year. All right. And if I, I, you know, I like to, I like to assume these coaches and these guys that watch this film is smarter than me. If I know that. I'm pretty sure they know that. I would attack Milwaukee in the inside. They get killed rebounding, and they get killed in the post. I would attack Milwaukee on the inside, man. Milwaukee is not even one of those good three-point shooting teams, so they ain't about to kill you. I mean, Middleton can get hot, but they're not about to kill you just like, right. oh, my God, they done made 18 threes tonight. We're going to lose. They're not going to kill That's you like true. that, man. That's true. They're not going to kill That's you. True. So I think I give the Celtics a, a punch of shot, man. This, this, That coach is good. That coach is good. Take it back to the West, though. Wow. Uh, that would shock me. Let's go back to the West, and I'm, I'm going to try to right the ship. The Paris kind of drove off the road right there. I got us. Uh, we're going to talk about the 3-6 matchup, Portland Trail Blazers, New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. The, the Pels, the fact that they're in the postseason, I guess you got to give all – well, not all, but you got to give a lot of credit to Anthony Davis, who played well enough for a lot of people that it got his name dropped into the MVP conversation. However, let's right. not forget the fact that they still don't have Boogie Cousins. And even if they had Boogie, I still don't necessarily know if it works because all of that firepower is in the front court. And if you look at Portland, the bulk of that firepower is in the back court, but they also got a pretty savvy big that can kind of help out down there. And I just think they got mm. too much. I think they got too much firepower. And I got this one right here actually going for two. I got the Pels definitely winning two in this series, but I got Portland yeah. taking this. We we agree here, Spade. I have the I have the uh, Blazers. I have the Blazers four two. X factor X factor though. My X factor would be Rondo. Rondo, if Rondo come out and play, like he played with the Bulls when we went to the playoffs. What was that last year or year before last? That might have yep. been last year. Last year and when we had the Celtics on the ropes. I mean, if Rondo, woo, this this if this can get a, hurt. This can be a dangerous series. Yeah, but I agree with you, Spade. I had Portland winning four two. I don't think the Pels have enough scoring to compete with that backcourt. You then you throw in a big bruiser like uh, Nurkit, like Nurkit down there. I mean, yep. I feel, I feel like I feel like Portland should win this series. Agreed. Take, let's, let's take go. it to the here, here we go. Yeah. Let's take it to the East. Three this, six. That's what I'm ready for. Sixes, let's go. Mm -hmm. Sixes. Miami Heat, babe. Yep. Who yeah, do you so, have and why? Who's your X factor? Check this. Check this. I got this series going seven, and we already know a seven-game series is a toss-up. It's so crazy, man, that the 76ers is a good team, and I find it somewhat weird, but people have been talking about 
Philadelphia possibly coming out of the East or making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, which is very possible. There's one thing in this in this series right here to keep an eye on. A lot of times we, we complain about it in the NBA. We call it the uh, AAU syndrome where a lot of these players are friends and even though they're supposed to be like rivals on the court, they're really not. You mm. see them laughing and talking the entire game. Let me tell you something. Hassan Whiteside does not like Joel Embiid. It's not a joke. It's not a game. They don't do it for TV. They do not like each other. And if you know anything about me, you know my big hang-up with Hassan Whiteside is Hassan plays when Hassan wants to play. And I really think he's going to get up for this. I can only question how healthy Embiid is going to be when he comes back. He prolonging it, y'all. You prolonging Bro, it, y'all. Go ahead, Seven-game series, the X factor is Hassan Whiteside. I got to be honest. I got Philadelphia winning game seven, but that X factor is Hassan Whiteside. If Hassan bring mm. it, watch this be the upset. This is an upset alert series in the playoffs. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. LaParis, not, I'm not with the jokes. Don't crack no jokes on my squad, bro. I'm not. Wait, you want to know what's crazy? Go ahead. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I have Wade as my X Factor. Wade. And I agree with you. Hassan Whiteside, man. If Hassan Whiteside is motivated, Hassan Whiteside is definitely one of the best bigs in the league when he want to play. And it's just yep. something in Whiteside. I don't know why he don't always want to play, man. You play basketball for a living. You make a, a ton of money. Sure I, would, I mean, I would enjoy it. I would enjoy it. I mean, I, we, we don't make... That much money on this show. I enjoy talking sports. You know what I mean? Facts. Facts. And, but I, I agree with you. I think this is another one of those series that a seven-game series can go either way. Can go either yep. way. But I'm I'm gonna and I'm, I'm reluctant because I think when you have that uh that experience, it matters. And I feel like a guy like Wade. I feel like uh, you know you're not you're, you're not gonna get amazing Wade every night. But I feel like Wade, he going, he can steal you a game. Or he can steal you two games. Or, he, or, you know, he can steal you a game in Philly and then go to Miami and give you another good game. And then he's going to have to, those other guys on the Heat, they're going to have to make it happen. For that reason, Spade, I got the Heat winning this series, man. Wow. Talk that talk, LaParis. Yeah. I got the Heat winning this series in seven, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, like I, I can understand why you would say Philly Spade. They're young, they're hungry, but I just feel like that experience matters I, a lot. I, like I said, I feel like that playoff experience matters. The um, Dwayne Wade, he can steal you two games. He can steal you two. I they, like it. Philly better, Philly better be prepared. And crazy thing is, Spade, I don't think Embiid is gonna play game way, game one. The, the one way need to steal is game one in Philly. He need to get Absolutely. that. Absolutely, he need to get that. Absolutely. Another guy to keep an eye on. I already gave my X Factor, but another guy to keep an eye on in this series is Wayne Ellington, who I do believe just set the Miami Heat record for threes in a season. He is definitely our sniper, our sharpshooter. We can get Wayne Ellington going. In the words of the wise philosopher Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. Anything mm -hmm. is possible. Let's go back to the West. Last first round series in the Western Conference. We're talking about the number four and the number five, the Oklahoma City Thunder. In the Utah Jazz. Now, this series mm. right here, if you look it on paper, it should be a no-brainer. The problem with this thing is if if it played out like it did on paper, the Thunder would not be in the four seed. Now, right. it is also very, very important to mention that these two teams met in the last game of the regular season for this position. No, 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 no. I, I take that back. That was – no, it was these two teams. Yeah, it was these two teams. Wait, wasn't it these two teams? I'm kind of lost now. Hold on, let's look yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was. It was. All right. So these two teams met in the last game of the regular season because Utah was fourth and Oklahoma City was fifth. So that last game, they actually had something to play for. It flip-flopped the two teams. Let's be honest. Like, I keep looking at Utah. They're not supposed to be there. They led by this young rookie, Donovan Mitchell, who is six foot three at the two-guard position. Seemed like it would be really easy to game plan against them. And you got who I feel like should probably be defensive player of the year and Rudy Gobert down in the paint. Oklahoma City got three superstars on their team, and they've been having trouble figuring it out. Guys, shots aren't falling. People can't get in the rhythm. And you already know, late in the game, Russ will give you two or three quarters to get it right. If you can't figure this shit out in the fourth quarter, Russ said, don't even worry about it. Just move out my way. I got it. The Word. only chance that Utah has is if Paul George and Carmelo is off. And I got to be honest, man. Both of these guys are somewhat savvy veterans at this point. I don't know if you can say that so much for Paul George when you talk about postseason success. But I, I just think OKC going to have enough to get it done. And I got it being a 4-2 series. I got Utah winning a couple of those games. And I got the Thunder taking care of business. Crazy thing is, Spade, I agree with you. I have OKC 4-2. You know, Utah is a tough place to play, man. That yep. crowd... And the crazy thing is, man, you watch a Utah game, Spade, and I'm this is this is not me trolling. You look uh, in that crowd, it's a it's a full white crowd, Spade. Oh and yeah. You want to know what they be playing on the PA system? All rap music. Uh, 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 uh. They be playing that C murder. I Those be like, yo, bro, they only know the lyrics to that song. They just know the beat. Hey, Spade, Utah is a tough place to play. That crowd get behind their team. But I don't think they have enough. They're a very young team. People didn't even expect the Jazz to be here. Didn't even expect People thought the to Jazz would be a lottery team. Yep. And that's part of the reason why I think Donovan Mitchell should be um, uh, rookie of the year, by the way. But Spade, Ooh, take, my X take. factor, my X factor, yep. is none other than Carmelo Anthony in the beginning Same. of the year, Spade, before the season even started. Before the season even started, ESPN came out with this thing, and they disrespected Carmelo and said Carmelo is – all the way at the bottom of top hundred players, and we came on here and we caked. Yep. We caked. Yep. For, I took my cape off, LeBaz. I don't know if you still weighing yours, but I took mine off. I can't even find it's, it. Well, yeah, you're right. I'm off, I'm, I'm, I'm off that. But Carmelo, Me I mean, we caked for you, bro. And it seemed it, this season, if this season have shown me anything, it showed me that ESPN might have been right. But Carmelo, yep. this can be, this can be your chance to be like, you know, redemption. What? Yeah, yeah. This is this is your redemption run, bro. Like you ain't been in the, you ain't been in the playoffs in a while. You was with the lonely Knicks. You wasn't winning anything. You are in the playoffs. Your team is the fourth seed in the West. You can step up and show people like this is what they brought me here for. Carmelo Anthony is my X factor, but I still even if Carmelo Anthony been playing how he been playing, and he's been playing bad. I still have the Thunder winning four two, taking it to the yep, East Bay. Taking it to the East, we have the right. four seed, the Cleveland Cavaliers, versus the five seed, the Indiana Pacers. Spade, yep. Brown versus Depot. I mean, we ain't got to take a lot of time. I have, I have the Cavs winning this 4-2. I mean, Brown. I mean, what mm -hmm. more can you say? Brown, yep. X-Factor could be a guy. Um, X-Factor of this thing of – X-Factor of this series could be the two guards for the uh, – two guards for the Cavs. You know, you okay. got to see what Hood. Hood been been banged up. Clarkson been a little inconsistent. Corva inconsistent. And J.R. Smith, we don't know which J.R. showing up. So, if those guys play like how we think they can play, this this can easily be a 4-1 series or, right. you know, or a sweep. 
But right. if, if, I hope they don't think Indiana Indiana's going to fight. They got Lance. Lance ain't scared. No, Lance gets up when he play LeBron all the time. Yeah, so kinda. They better not. They better not sleep. But yeah, I, have, I, I have them winning this series though. I'm kind of with you. I got the Cavs winning this series 4-1, and I'm going to be honest with you. It, it depends on the way the Cavs want to approach this. If mm-hmm. they if they want to cruise it and you kind of manage LeBron minutes, I can see them kind of dragging this out on some 4-2 okay. type mess. But I do want to say this right here. It would be in the Cavs' best interest to come out and try to sweep this team. You're right. Because I, agree, Brian, I agree 100%. It's going to be a long run. And I know every year we'd be like, Brian's walking straight to the – like, it's an easy walk. I don't I don't look – this year it don't look like that. It don't look like they're sweeping the way to the ECF this year. And I think it, it's really in their best interest to try to get the paces out of their fans. Yeah, don't agree. let this team hang around. And, I you know, I, I don't know. But I, I definitely got it being 4-1. And I really don't think it's because I think the paces are going to be better one game. I think one game you're going to really try to manage the minutes of LeBron. You're going to kind of try to sit them. You know, that's just what I expect. So I got to be in 4-1. And I mean, these are our lot. first round predictions, man. We're going to do this every round. Feel free to hit that comment section and let us know if you agree or disagree. I don't know how you could disagree with anything I said because I speak the gospel. LaPaz kind of got a little wild on that Milwaukee-Boston series. I'm not, I'm, okay. Let me know what y'all think about Girl, that. I said about them big. Remember them bigs. Let's see. But Spain, Let's even see. with the Cavs series, I agree with you 100%. They need to get them out of there. Trust me, Indiana, I mean, Cleveland, you better get them out of there because, like, hood banged up. You need to get all the rest you need, man. And like I said, I, I think the next the next people they will play will be that Washington-Toronto game. I have that series going seven. So if that goes seven and Cleveland get them out of there, they can definitely get a couple of day, extra days rest. So if I'm Cleveland, I'm trying to get them slap out of there. But... Leave in the comment section down below who you guys went in, in the first round of the series. We'll have, this is a very interactive uh, show we have here because next, Spade, we're going to talk NBA regular season. Got to gotta state regular season because people get a Yeah, People get a misconstrued and be like, oh, well, look what he did in the playoffs. He shouldn't be the MVP. People get a misconstrued. NBA regular season awards, Spade, I want to start with you. I want to talk about MVP. Who's your MVP? We already know who you want to say. We don't got to take a lot of time on it. Can Who's I get MVP? in my bag? Who's Can I get MVP in my bag for a minute, bro? Let Go me ahead. tell you something about the, the NBA. I credit the NBA with understanding storylines and getting the, the viewer and the fans of their sport to not only enjoy watching it, but the NBA sits back like this and they do their thumb. I don't know what you call this thing. They do this thing with their thumbs right here and they like mm-hmm. when we argue, when we debate about who's the MVP, who's the rookie of the year. They love that because <laughs> that draws more interest in. With that being said, man, I see all these people talking about various MVP candidates and LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And look, 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 look. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I'm so sick of James Harden being snubbed for MVP this year, bro. If James Harden don't win the MVP LaPaz, I don't know what I'm going to do. I really don't. Mm. That's not a threat. That's a promise. I don't even see anybody else that should get first place votes. I'm going to keep it a stack with you. Mm. Nobody else deserves a first place vote in this race. Mm. This should be a unanimous James Harden MVP season. I I don't understand. If you lead the league in scoring, if you got the best record in the league, if you are also amongst the top in the league in assists, you lead the league in win shares. I don't know what the hell else you could possibly do. And for those who used to always like to nitpick and be like, well, he doesn't play defense. This year, 
is statistically proven he's been light years better on defense than LeBron James. Miss me with the LeBron James. Look, LeBron could probably have 10 of these. The one year that you can't really make an argument for LeBron James, a legitimate argument, is this year. They're fourth in the East. His win shares are down. His defense is terrible. I, no, give, give me James Harden unanimously, bro. I don't even, let, let's not play. I don't know why they don't like James, bro. Give my man I, his I award. I don't know about, year. I don't know. You know, I had this Unanimous. Whole, I had this whole soliloquy. And I was going to troll you and say James Harden, you know. But I ain't going to do it. I'm going to keep it 100. James Harden deserves to be. I was going to troll you and say Westbrook averaged a triple-double. He should get the MVP again. I'm no. not going to do that. James no, Harden deserves to be the, the National Basketball Association regular season most valuable player. He does. Hands down. Yep. Nobody, best, I mean, what, I mean, I agree with you, Spade. What else do we got to do? Best record in the league. I, I don't know what else he got to do. If he don't win it this year, then he's never winning it. He's never yeah. winning it. So if, they, if he don't win it this year, it's flawed. They just need to do it. James with Harden deserves to be the MVP. You can leave your thoughts about MVP in the comment section down below. I don't care. I believe James Harden deserves to be the NBA's regular season MVP. Spade? Facts. Yes. It's probably. You know what? I ain't going to go there yet. I'm going to go there last. Let's take it to most improved player. Who you having? Why? I got to be in Victor Oladipo. I mean, it's a few names you could probably sprinkle in. But for me, Oladipo last year, playing in OKC, all we heard about was how Russ had no help. And Russ had to do everything. And Oladipo took that. <coughs> Oladipo took that like a G. Not only did he take all the criticism without lashing out, he used it to make himself better. He actually credits Russell Westbrook with like working out with him and training with him. And this man went to Indiana, and he looked like a man possessed. He is definitely, once again, to me, I don't understand how you could dispute it. He's hands down the league most improved player, in my opinion. I agree, I, I agree with you 100%. I felt I felt this way damn near at the All-Star break. I was like, ain't nobody. Depot, Depot done elevated his game to another level, man. And I was one of the people that was hard on Depot last year in OKC. But this is what I'm saying. When we were talking about the topic earlier, sometimes the chain is all you need is a change of scenery. That's all you need. Change the scenery, you get a different outcome. And I feel Oladipo definitely took his game to the next level. Definitely one of the best players at his position in this league. And I feel like Depot deserves to be most improved player. Spade. Yep. Yes, sir. So let's talk about six man. Six man of the year. I, I it gotta be Lou Will. I mean First of all, Lou I mean, Will got snubbed by All-Star. arguing that it should probably be Eric Gordon because Lou Williams started X amount of games and he played X amount of minutes, but I agree with you, Spade, 100%. I mean, you can flip-flop him, well. to be honest with you. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going Lou Will. I wouldn't be mad if it was EG. Like, even last year when those guys was teammates for a little period of time, it, I mean, you could you could roll dice. I mean, you could flip a coin. Like, either one of those guys, I would be all right with. I got it being I, Lou I, Will, though. I have it being Lou Will as well. And I feel like Lou Will is one of those guys, man, I mean, he gets starter minutes, but Lou Will, you, 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 when you, sometimes when a guy know he can be a starter, Spade, he want to be a starter. Lou Will embrace, he embraces that six man role. Even though he, I know somebody's gonna be like, well, I, I mean, I guess he would embrace it if, if he gets this amount of minutes a game. But it's not the point. The point yep. is, people, it's something about NBA players. They like getting their name announced as a starter coming out that tunnel or, you know, down that little... It helped you get thing chicks get... in the club. Starters get yeah, better man. IG chicks. This is a proven fact. I mean, Lou don't need no help with that. I think he, you know, 
Well, that's fine. <laughs> you got four of your fat, two of, I mean, <laughs> four, of, that in four of your slim, two of your fat, you know what I mean? Lou will keep you know, them Georgia boys, we, we don't need no help. You know what I'm saying? We, we got but that. We got I, I that. Got, I have Lou William being sixth man of the, of the year. Lou Will has had a phenomenal season. Probably should have been an all-star, especially once some injuries came. Should have been an all-star. Yeah, yeah. Babe, give me a defensive player. Give me a defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year, man, for me, this one's going to be a little bit controversial. I go Rudy Gobert. I know I a lot of people so, felt. It's been a down year def- for the defensive guys. I mean, mm, a usually, lot of people felt like you missed too many games, but his I, I, the way I, he I mean, I agree with that, that. But I mean, if you don't mm. give it to go big, I mean, who, who? Well, I mean, the top names that you're hearing is uh, Gobert. You're hearing Embiid. You're hearing KD. AD? Yeah, AD, KD. A- yeah, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going Gobert. I I, I I feel like you got to give it to uh, Gobert. Go, man. When you when you up at the top and blocks and just you know it, it probably needs to be a stat that's registered, but it's not just being able to change people's Shot shots at the cup. Shots affected. Yeah, man. Yeah, like definitely. I don't know what you would call it. Maybe shots altered or something. I don't know what you'd call yeah. it. But I mean, people just drive to the cup over the stifle tower, and the, the percentage is just extremely low. <laughs> I mean, I, I have go. I have to be and go bad. Leave Same. who you guys have. Defensive player of the year. It's been a down year, in my opinion. Like, you know, people, if your only argument is, well, go better and play, he missed, I think, 20, 30 games. I, I don't know. I don't know who else I feel comfortable with, get, with giving it to. I don't know. And that was my problem. So, I feel yeah. comfortable giving it to go bet. Spade, the most yes. controversial, aside from MVP, yes. the most controversial Yes. Award that's probably going to be given out is Rookie of the Year. Spade, who's your Rookie of the Year and why? First, I had to sip tea. Look, man, I've been talking about this on my live streams. I've been in a couple of debates on Twitter. I already damn know how most fights. of the world feel. Damn near huh? fist fights. I well, said, yeah, you've been I mean, in damn near fist fights. Yeah, but don't, don't nobody want that smoke. Don't nobody want that smoke. They pretend <laughs> like they do, but they don't. Look, man, I know where everybody's staying with it, and that's cool. I'm not going to try to, you know, I, I got to be honest with you. This is probably one of the closest rookie of the year races I can remember, at least right now, without actually doing the research and doing my Googles, as LaParis would say. But you guys are not going to like it, but I got I got Donovan Mitchell. And, and you know what's so weird for me? The debate, and I hate that it's kind of turned to this, but the debate has turned to whether or not Ben Simmons is a rookie or not. That's not mm. even my angle. That's not even my angle. For me, you look at expectation. Coming into the year, you knew that Ben Simmons was a former number one pick. You knew that they had Embiid. You knew they had Markel Fultz, even though he's dealt with injury. You knew they had J.J. Redick, one of the the most lethal sharpshooters in the league. You knew they had these young pieces. You knew they was in the East that is, is weak. And you knew six minutes into the first game of the year that the, the team that we thought had the up arrow over there, which was the Boston Celtics, weren't going to be who they thought they were or who we thought they were going to be. So you, you look at the success that they had over in the East, and nobody, I'm telling you, nobody had Utah in the postseason. And they was like third or fourth up into the last game of the season. What Donovan Mitchell has been able to do as a 6'3 shooting guard is crazy for me and i keep trying to get people to understand you can look at ben simmons who is having a phenomenal year who i think is going to have a phenomenal career and 
you can look at what he's doing and you can say, wow, he's really benefiting off this, the people he got around him. He's still playing really well. That's no shade to him. But he's benefiting on playing on the team that's got really good three-point shooters between Covington and Reddick. Probably two. I mean, I think, I, and I don't have the numbers, LaParis. I'm pretty sure they are at least in the top 10 three-point shooting teams in the league. I'm sure of it. I'm mm -hmm. sure of it without even looking. You got a, a tall guy who can run the offense really well, good court vision. He can get rebounds. He can pass. Nice. But a 6-3-2 guard who lead, he's the team leader, which means that he don't get the luxury of being able to watch this guy go off in the defense, fall asleep, That's and true. it frees you up. It's, it's mm -hmm. like you can look at what Eric Gordon or somebody else on the Rockets do, and they're able to get looks because James Harden is cooking so much that maybe he lulls the defense to sleep a little bit. Every team they facing is game planning for Donovan Mitchell. They're not game planning for Ricky Rubio. They're not game planning for Crowder, who they just got damn near at the All-Star break. They are game planning for a 6-3-2 guard who is averaging 20-plus points a game. To me, he's my rookie of the year. I won't be upset if he don't win it, but if I had a vote, Donovan Mitchell gets my vote. Let me ask you, Spade, why? I got to ask you, why do the NBA – have a problem uh, have a problem giving out co-rookie of the year like remember, they, they us, remember i think jason argue. kidd and jason hill jason kidd and grant, and hill, grant hill won i think they both shared co-rookie of the year i think they both won rookie of the year what yep. is the problem with that i feel like both of these guys now i know we can't do that i'm not going to do that. that's not what, what i'm doing you, not, you can but now, no, 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 i don't know I, if i'm going to pick one i'm going to pick one i don't know if it's always been this way but now when you cast your vote, you have to do a one, two, and a three. So if it works out where they got the same amount, you know what I'm saying, then they'll be co, which I doubt. Like, I, I've been hearing a lot of people that actually has a vote like and a lot of people that, saying Ben Simmons. When, so he, Grant I mean, Hill, when Grant Hill and J.K. first came in the league, man, you could it was no way you could pick. Like, both of those guys was nice. You know, I, Jason Kidd. could. Spade, I... I, I I really wish they could co MVP this situation, but I know they be I know they're not. I know they're not. So for the, for me to just pick one spade, I'm gonna and you said you're not gonna go the he's not a rookie, he's not a rookie uh route. I'm gonna go that route. I don't feel Bill okay. Ben Simmons is a rookie. If you guys think this guy being in the uh, spending a year in the NBA atmosphere. Didn't help his game, didn't mature his game, didn't mature his body, didn't get his mind state right, didn't teach him how to take care of his body. If you guys think him spending a year, basically a red shirt year, basically a red shirt year with the Philadelphia uh, Sixers, 76ers, if you guys don't think that mattered, then you guys are naive. It's, it's like when you get, when you coming out of, when you in college, Spade, I, I said this to Spade off camera, when you in college and you're in college, and they telling you, you you need to get an internship. You know, they want you to get your, they want you to get some experience. They want you to get your foot in the door. Most of those internships are unpaid, but you learning, you learning the uh, the ins and outs of the business. You're learning, you're learning. And I felt like even though, even though Ben Simmons didn't play last year, he learned how to watch film. I, I, Spade, I said this last year. I said uh, that coach that Philadelphia has. I felt I said his record is trash. But I think that dude is a good coach. But because his record is trash, I, I don't feel like I feel like people will always say, "Well, look at his record," and that's not fair to him. 
And I feel like that coach, being around that coach that was around Popovich, that was around those guys who's, who's a, who are bright minds when it comes to basketball, I feel like that hurts Ben Simmons. This guy, Donovan Mitchell, was taking exams and talking to girls and going to party and in the damn tourney last year. He wasn't in the yep. NBA. And when you're, you know, nine times out of ten when you do an internship in college, nine times out of ten, the job you do the internship, they hire you because they're like, okay, this guy knows the ins and outs. If you're up against a guy, you did the year internship and you're up against a guy just graduating college with no internship at the same spot, he's fresh out of college, more than likely they're going to give it to the guy with the internship. And I'm just saying that experience, That's facts. that experience helps. And if you guys don't think that, even if he didn't play, I don't care. He still practiced with the team. He still he still learned how to watch film. I felt like that makes him better. And for that reason, I agree with you, Spade, 100%. I feel like nobody, uh, I don't care, the Jazz fans, bruh, I want the Jazz fans, there's probably only two of them, I want the Jazz fans to look me in my eyes and tell me, I felt we was going to still be good when we lost uh, Gordon Hayward. You didn't. You thought y'all was going to be back in the lottery. Yep. Back in the lottery. And I feel like Donovan Mitchell came in and was like, watch this. Watch this, baby. We talked and about the Philadelphia. He started slow. His yeah. First probably week or two in the league. Yeah. I was. I he was, was coming off I the bench. They was crow. They were starting Thabo yeah. Strefalosa, whatever you say. They were starting yeah. him. They were starting him. Spade, we, I, we said on the show before the season even started, I said I, I still had Philly. I had Philly in the playoffs. I didn't know what we was going to get from Ben Simmons. I had Philly yep. in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, give me Donovan Mitchell for Rick Yettier, Spade. But leave your, leave your NBA award uh, winners in the comment section uh, down below. Tweet us. Email us. Let us know who you guys have. But um, guys, people are not going to – I wish they can co – I wish they can co – Rookie of the year this joint because they both had they, they just played great and even Ben Simmons I, I like Ben Simmons played great but in my opinion I like I I would give the edge to Donovan Mitchell I love it I love it uh you know they about to be at our throats right as long as you know that <laughs> oh I know as long as you as long as you all right with it I'm all right with it uh, let's go ahead and move on to the, to the next topic, and I feel like it, it rolls right into this well, man. Uh, we want to talk about the fact that Russell Westbrook has made NBA history for the second time. For the second year in a row, uh, he's finished the season averaging a triple-double. And the reason why I say mm-hmm. he made history the second time, because I know when he made it the first time, he wasn't the first person to average a triple-double, but the game had changed so much, and we was looking at his little stature. We just felt like it was historic, and it really was to see somebody average a triple-double. Even though we jokingly called it, after Kevin Durant left, we said, man, this man about to average a triple-double. Not actually thinking it was going to happen. He did it last year. He came back and did it this year. And the reason why I feel like these two topics correlate is because people was hitting me up like, man, Ben Simmons is getting triple-doubles. He's the first rookie ever to get these triple-doubles and triple-doubles. And every time I watch a game, it's triple-doubles. If I watch some sports recaps in the morning, it's triple-doubles and triple-doubles and triple-doubles. I'm going to tell you something. Now, I don't know how this is going to get me viewed on this show, but if I have a date night with my lady, I like to open the door and stuff for her. And I know somebody's going to listen and say, God, Spade, that's messed up. You don't do it all the time? I don't. I don't do it all the time because I want it to be special. If I just grab the door and open the door for my lady every time she approaches a car, it's going to get to the point where I don't feel like it's going to mean as much as it should mean. So when we have our date night, I like to open doors for wait till she get in and make sure, you know, her dress is tucked. I, I like to do all of that extra stuff to make it feel special. 
I feel like triple doubles don't mean anything anymore, LaParis. Now, okay. Russell Westbrook finished the season with 25 triple doubles. Now, last season, mm-hmm. he finished with 42 triple doubles. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, man. This season right here, it was 108 total triple doubles in the league. It's an 82-game season, folks. Last season, it was 117 triple doubles, and that was the difference was really the fact that Russ was getting them night in and night out. Carmelo Anthony kind of put the spotlight on his teammate by coming out and saying, that Russ kind of still rebounds from the team, but it's okay. The team's okay with it, and, you know, he don't really mean any malice out of it. And it kind of got Russ in, in his mood. Russ said, hey, you know, if you don't want it, I'm, I'm going to get it. Like, if I get to it faster than you, then, you know, I'm going to get it. The Paris, I got to be honest with you, bro. Go ahead. I think the league has made triple-doubles mean nothing. I, I, I'm to the point where I think triple-doubles do not excite me. When you tell me so-and-so got a triple-double, I don't care. I don't care. Look, the 76ers ended their regular season making sure Markel folks got a triple-double. And everybody celebrated and, and people was hitting me up like, Markel folks got a triple-double. What do you think about it? I don't care. I don't care because they're fabricated. I don't feel like any of these triple-doubles are the result of somebody just... I, I know I'm going to sound like a hater, LaParis. I'm going to sound like the old guy. It ain't no way possible this many triple-doubles are happening if they're not fabricated and by that i don't mean like the other team is in on it if your teammates buy in on it 10 points if you a starter ain't that hard to get as far as getting assists your teammates got to make their shots but it's a difference and if you know basketball you know what i'm saying is factual it's a difference in moving the ball around and passing to get assists if i'm just gonna dribble it out and i'm gonna pass it to you in a just shoot because i just pass it to you just shoot type of situation if i do that enough i get nine ten assists and as far as the rebounds, if my bigs are going to box out, the parents, let me give you a stat and then I'll shut up. Steven Adams at one point was averaging five offensive rebounds a game. He was averaging five offensive rebounds mm-hmm. in two back-to-back games. That man finished the game with three rebounds total because he was making sure that Westbrook got rebounds. I don't respect that. I don't want to hear about so-and-so getting a triple-double. It don't mean shit. It means nothing. It don't mean nothing. I don't like it no more, though. So I just want to know how you feel about it. Am I the old guy? Am I grumpy? I don't feel like I am, but I know we're probably going to get crucified for it, but it's okay. Triple doubles have lost their merit. Somebody's opened the door way too many times. It's not special anymore. It's crazy. It's crazy because last year, Spade, when Westbrook was on his tear, I was excited. I, I, you know, I've never seen a guy. Now, we know about the big O, but I've never seen a guy average – average uh, a triple double and I, I was excited i was happy i was happy and guys yep. you guys know i'm a i'm a westbrook guy i love westbrook i love the way that dude play ball but spade it, it's a terrible situation because i gotta agree with you man the triple double man they have turned the triple double into it's, it's so flawed it's like I said this to you off care. It's like passing yards in the NFL now. Oh my God, this guy threw for five thousand yards. This guy threw for he got Perfect. more passing yards. He about to catch Dan Marino. It's not yeah. as impressive to me. It's not. Back then they was throwing the ball 20, 30 times a game. Now they throwing they chucking that thing 50, 60 times. And DBs was, a, was jamming receivers ten yards yeah, down man, the it's damn a different, field. Yeah, it's a different game now. The the pace is the pace now in the NBA is more. I, and like I said, I love Westbrook, and I don't want to take anything away from Westbrook because I love that dude. 
And these guys can pretty much, I don't know if they telling, I don't know if they are verbally telling their teammates, I want to get a triple-double. LeBron averaged a triple-double for a month. Ben mm-hmm. Simmons went on the tail when he was getting triple-doubles. We seen mm-hmm. Westbrook get 40-something this year, 40-something last year, and 20-something this year. And still, you would think if somebody had 20-something triple-doubles, uh, they would average a triple-double. Because, you know, you would be in your mind, you're like, damn, that's kind of not that many. He had 40-something last year. But Westbrook needed something like 30-something rebounds in, like, the last two games. He had, like, yep. two games we had like 18 rebounds each. LaPierre needed 16. In the last game of the year, a point guard. Just listen at this, y'all. The last game of the year, a point guard, a 6'3 point guard, needed 16 rebounds in order to finish the season with a triple-double average. He had like 10 in the second quarter. Before they got to the half, he had like 10. That's not right. a kawinky-dink, y'all. Come on now. It's, it's not. Y'all not. Now, what, y'all I, not what I want to say I was on I was on the other side of the fence last year when we was talking about this. I was like, man, Spade, if, you know, God willing, if you was if you was five subscribers away from a million, Spade, I'll go make five accounts right now and I'll get you it. That's the time. You know what I mean? I get you. I get you. I, like you know, I'm not I'm not mad at whichever side people sit on, and I don't you know if the teammates is okay with it. If the teammates is okay with uh, letting these guys average triple doubles and do all that, I mean, who am I? Who am I? But I do agree with you, Spade, that the triple double is meaning is meaningless now. Not like it was. It's not like how it was before. Before those jumps was hard to get because everybody was out there, you know, fighting for their own. It, yeah, yeah, getting their own. It's the yeah. same thing, and that's how I feel, I feel the same thing about passing yards. That's why when AP, in my opinion, ran for two thousand. It was impressive because they were stacking the box. Minnesota couldn't throw. I never thought we would see another 2,000-yard rusher, Spade. I didn't. Yep. I didn't because it's a different league now. These guys want to throw that football. And it's a, it's a running back by committee system. Everything and it's a run- exactly. running backs. That's another great point. It's two, three running backs back there now. So when AP ran for 2,000 to me, it was impressive. It was yep. impressive. And I just feel like now the triple-double, is it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. Got to be honest with you. It's not how it's it not used to be. It's not the same, be. bro. It's, it's not, not the same. And LaPaz, let me say this before we move forward. Because somebody going to misconstrue what I said. Let me say this. Misconstrue what I said. Let me say this. Um, If I'm a player and I can get triple doubles, whether my teammates helping me or not, I'm going to get them. So understand that my I, I'm not upset with the players. I'm not saying that the players shouldn't be doing it. I fully understand anybody trying to get them. I get it, I, and I wouldn't change a thing if I was y'all. As a fan, it just don't mean as much to me as it used to, and it's going to mm-hmm. end up biting these bigs in the ass. When Steven Adams' contract is up and it's time for him to renegotiate, they're going to throw back in his face. I don't know, Steven. You're only averaging like four boards a game. Like, we, we need a big that's better on rebounding. I guarantee you. It's gonna end up costing him dollars that he's boxing out and allowing. Uh, man, look, it was a play, LaParis. I wish we could show highlights on this show. It was a play that the shot went up. Russell Westbrook boxed out Carmelo Anthony to get the boy. Mm-hmm. He put his back on Melo, pushed him back, and got the rebound. He boxed out his teammate, and he got the rebound, fam. I ain't mad at Russ. I'm not mad at LeBron. I'm not mad at. Like I said, we're not uh, ben saying... Simmons, Joke it, yeah. James Harden, whoever right. is getting them. Get them. Get them. I'm just saying as a fan, it, I don't get nearly as excited when somebody say triple-double. I, I don't go, I, word? It's, 
I'll just go, you, oh, all right. You know, the, the triple-double has turned more into a, a fantasy thing. Like, if you play yep. fantasy sports, you're like, who, you know, who can get a triple-double tonight? It's a lot of that. And I... I'm not saying the NBA players care about that, but I'm just saying fans be more so concerned with that because a lot of fans play fantasy. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And I, I think that plays a I think I think that plays a part in it as well. I mean, people want to say it don't, but they they lying. It does. But I, I'm not as excited about Russ averaging the triple double again as I was last year. As I was last year. That's me. Interested to know the fans' thoughts though. Spade, want to yes. move on? Go to go, go to another topic in the NBA. Let's do it. And, I want to talk about coaches being fired. A couple coaches were let go. Jeff Hornacek was let go from the Knicks. Frank go- Frank Vogel, excuse me, was let go from the Magic. And Steve Clifford was let go uh, from the Hornets. Now, we know it was a couple of coaches let go earlier in the season. Jason Kidd, David Fisdale, Earl Watson was let go from their respective teams. Spade. It's rumors out there that the Knicks are looking at Fisdale or Mark Jackson um, I wanted to know which one of these, which one of these shocked you, if any, and um, what do you see guys ending up like? What coaches do you see? And you don't got to give me all of them, but I really wanted to talk to you about the Knicks. The Knicks said Mark Jackson and, and Fizdale. Do you think either one of those guys is a fit? I think either of those guys is a fit, but you got to make okay. sure you let those guys come in and do things their way. And I kind of feel sorry for Hornacek because Hornacek came in on that. You ain't got to run the triangle, but try to run the triangle. And I felt like this was the first year that he was actually given, you know, an opportunity to do whatever. And then they lost Chris Stapps. So, I mean, what really was the expectation there? What the hell was he supposed to do with that team without Chris Stapps? So, I mean, it's really tough. I hope Fizdale land in a good spot. I hope Mark Jackson land in a good spot. And this is going to sound real bad. I hope both of those guys don't land in Orlando because that's the one area where I just, if I'm a coach, I don't really know what y'all got. I think Orlando's problems is is way higher than the coaching spot. And until well, you, you make some changes up there, and, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, until you make changes up there, I think it's just going to be a revolving door. I think it's just going to be a revolving door. Well, you took it to Orlando, and I'm I'm gonna come through. I'm gonna come through with the baseball bat and club them over the head because my problem is Orlando, and I agree with you. I don't want neither one of those guys in Orlando. Uh, before oh. I even touch on Orlando Spade, I agree with you. I think both of those guys will fit the Knicks. But the Knicks might have a bigger problem just like Orlando. That that ownership up there got some issues. They always in the way. They always putting their fingerprint yep. on stuff. They got to let these the foot the basket, excuse me. I said football. They got to let the basketball people do the basketball do do. things, meaning the coach yeah. and the GM. Let them do do their job. Get yep. out the way. Get out the way. And, and before even one of those guys take a bad job, they are in comfy jobs right now as we speak. I will stay there and wait for the right jobs, man. You know I'm big on that, especially yeah. when it comes to African American coaches, because yep. the, the 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 leash, so you know, so to speak, is a little shorter for African American yeah. coaches. And you ain't gonna I mean, get that many opportunities too. So exactly, man, look, once they you once take they a bad feel one. like you ain't it, yeah. it's a wrap for you. That's fact. So if Mark Jackson feel like he's not going to be able to do what he want to do with the Knicks, then he need to stay working for ESPN. Stay right yep. there and just wait. You'll eventually get a job, bro. Eventually, you'll get a job. And it'll be the right job. Yep. But let me take it to Orlando. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on Orlando, Spade. But, Spade, me and you have been wondering what the hell Orlando been doing for the past two or three years, Spade. We still don't know. And I just think I'm not here here caping for uh, Frank Vogel. I don't know if he's a good coach or not. I know when he was in Indiana, he was solid. I don't know what what, what was the expectations they had for Frank Vogel. You you trade in all his talent. You traded Tobias Harris. 
and I'm and I know all this was maybe before Vogel even got there. I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about talent Orlando had. Orlando traded all this talent. You trade Tobias Harris. You trade Oladipo. You had Surge. You paid Surge, first of all. You paid Surge. You trade Surge. You got Terrence Ross back. You traded Alfred Payton. You you got you paid Bismack Biombo. You got Bushevik. You got Aaron Gordon. You draft Jonathan Isaac, who's Isaac. another damn big. big. Like you needed another yep. big. Yep. I don't know what you. What was your expectation? What did you want Frank Vogel no to do vision. with what yeah, he no, had? Yeah. I agree. I mean, Get him. It, it, he was Get doomed him. from the start. He was doomed. Orlando. I mean, like I agree with you, Spade, one hundred percent. I don't want. If I like you as a coach, if I like you as a coach, me personally, I don't want you to end up in Orlando because they don't even know what the hell they're doing. Right. Come on. I don't I don't understand what the hell they expected from Frank Frank Vogel and and I just feel like his firing I feel like his firing was unfair. I kind of agree with you a little bit with Hornacek Spade, but he was brought in by Phil Jackson and you kind of understand we kind of want to get your guy in there. Like I didn't bring this guy in here. Let's get this guy out and let's get me my guy in. Because they mm-hmm. let go Phil Jackson what in the middle of the season, early in the season? Yeah. Before the early. season, I don't remember. Yeah, but they yeah. let him go. But I just feel like the Frank Vogel firing. I don't. I don't understand what Orlando doing, and I don't know what was their expectations. What the hell did they want Frank Vogel to do? With that probably he probably okay with it though. Because let's not forget I mean, before yeah. this, Scott Skiles just did him a favor. Scott said, "I see myself to the door." Like it's it's what? not a good situation down there, and I, I just I want to believe that Frank just had a few bills he wanted to tidy up when he took that job anyway. Because surely he didn't <laughs> think that was the spot to go to. So, yeah, man. Man, I want to ask. I want to add. Excuse me. One more name. You ain't got to spend a lot of time. Should Doc Rivers be out of a job? Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. I, 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 I hate mean, because I like Doc as a person, but I agree. Doc running the shit show over there, man. And I mean, he he got ex players speaking out on him. People right. look. Even Chris Paul, who we thought they was like this after Chris Paul got out, we some other stories came out about possibilities. We've heard about Doc. Killing trades that would have made the team better, in right. you know, in favor, you know, in the honor of nepotism, making sure right. it's just Doc got to go, man. Doc got to go, I, and I, I, I'm not even saying I don't think Doc deserves another chance. I, but Paris, you got this saying that I believe. Sometimes your voice, I, look, Michael Bennett, who was just recently traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, said no. Actually, Bennett didn't say this. I think uh, Richard Sherman said this. He said the guys who had been there for a long time, it got to the point where. Anytime Pete Carroll was talking, they knew what he was going to say. They could finish his sentence. They had heard all the stories. Just got to right. the point where it just grew to a stale situation. And I definitely think that's where you at there with the Clippers. And I feel sorry for the guy. What's his name? Balmer or something like that? This guy yeah. comes in, Steve. buys this team, and this shit is just, I, it, it's a dumpster fire, bro. It, it stinks. Yeah, it's and you exploding. can smell it for miles. It's terrible. It's imploding. It's, it, it's terrible. It's crazy. It's crazy. Doc out of there. Like I said, I and think Doc Rivers is still a coach, from. but this is another one of those scenarios when it's time yeah, for a change of scenery. Definitely. It's time it's for a time. new voice. It's, it's time for a new voice. Bo- before, before you lose your talent, because DJ ain't happy. I mean, DJ we don't know ain't happy. We... Uh, uh, CP3 is gone. Blake's gone. I mean, shit, you're talking about before you. It's too late. It is too late. And this is a yeah. team that was, even though they always disappointed their fans and broke hearts in the postseason, there was a perennial presence in the postseason. And they just, they bad, bro. And I, I hate it. I've never really been a Clipper fan, bro. You could go all the way back to when they had Danny Manning. You can go all the right. way back. I was never a Clipper fan, but damn it, bro. 
that ball from Grace has just been it's it's sad. They got to get Doc out of there, it's, bro. It's time for a change, man. Clip uh, they got to get him do you, out. Do, of do there. your thing. I'm sorry, Doc. Doc can land on hey. his feet, whether it be on TV, another job, something. Doc could be all right. He'd be all right, but you won't. Y'all already took one of his jobs. money going down the drain right now. Yeah, man. I said, you said Doc would be all right. I said, yeah, Bomber. He'll be all right, but you won't if you don't pull the plug. Word. Fans will stop, you know. They'll stop. Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this show up. It's been a really good show, bro. I'm telling you, I like when the NBA got stuff going because, you know, I feel like they bring the best out of you, bro. What you mean? We talked about NFL topics, too. I don't even remember that shit. I don't even remember. We're going to go ahead and wrap this show up, man. The last segment of the show today, we call this the Strong on Performer of the Week. It's a very prestigious award given to a male or female athlete who raised his or her level of play to ensure that that team got the victory. I am really good at this segment. If you're new to this show, do yourself a favor. Go back through some of the previous shows. And you they're timestamped. You can go straight to the Strong on Performer of the Week. And I want you to see, man, I'm like... Mark McGuire when he was on the juice in the home run derby. I'm just knocking these shits out the park. I mean, they just flying. They, I'm, sometimes they going all the way into the... I'm just knocking them out the park. LaParis here once in a while, he'll hit one out to the warning track. LaParis, you on the clock. Give us a strong on performer of the week. Don't drop the ball, bro. Don't let me down again. I, honorable mention was definitely going to go to Allen Crabb. They played the Bulls. That's why I didn't give it to him. But he dropped us smooth off. <laughs> to the likes of 41 points, 12 or 15 from the field. Good God. The Bulls so Good terrible. Good God. I got all <laughs> yeah, the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, we, we just, he dropped this off. But my strong arm performer goes to a guy from a team we already talked about earlier, and that's Jimmy Butler, man. Jimmy Butler, like you said, he put the crutches down. We don't even know what percent Jimmy is healthy. Like, what percent are you? Jimmy that's Butler true. was supposed to come back in a previous game before that and didn't even play a minute. But Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler came back. He said, you know what? This team needs me to make this, to get in this in these playoffs. And, I mean, it was an exciting game. It was an exciting game. And it was so exciting that the commissioner of the NBA was talking about maybe potentially talking about bringing to the uh, 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 board playing games, which I don't want, by the way. This ain't college basketball. I don't want playing games. But it was know. such an exciting game that it got the commissioner saying that. But Jimmy Butler shot 10-21 from the field, 10 to 13 from the free throw line for the likes of 31 points, five rebounds, five downs, a steal in the block to lead the Wolves to their first playoff appearance since 2004. And it, it, it was an overtime win. And he scored like seven of the 11 points or something like that, something crazy like that, of the Timberwolves points in overtime to help lead them to a victory over the Nuggets to get them in the Into playoffs. The and playoffs. for that reason, Jimmy Butler, you are my... Strong arm performer of the week, Jimmy. Hey, well deserved, well deserved. You know what I imagine Jimmy said? Oh, get out let the way, me suit up because these it. fools can't get it done. Like yeah, he, he probably was so mad. Like God, I can't even rest up. This, alright, I got it. Wiggins, move. I've been there. Get you right, and your braids out of here. That's pretty good, bro. Relax. Let me give you my honorable mention, man. I couldn't okay. give the award to this guy because he didn't get the win, but man absolutely stunning game and just an incredible story man in case you guys haven't heard the story of Andre Ingram is it Andre let me make sure that's his first name yeah Andre Ingram man this guy was not drafted went into the D League I know it's the G League now but at the time it was the D League went into the D League at 22 years old a lot of players in the D League man they'll play a year or two 
if they don't feel like they got a market in the league, they go overseas where the wages are more competitive. And mm-hmm. this guy never went overseas because he felt like that was taking him further away from his dream of playing in the NBA. Instead, he stayed in the D League for 10 years, for a decade, mm-hmm. making, they say, around $20,000 a year. Talking about following your passion and not following the checkbook. Talk about, uh, you know, just doing what you love and, and staying with it. Andre Ingram, at 32 years old, they called him in for his exit meeting. You know, uh, play, pro players, any player at the end of the season, you kind of get called in like an evaluation or whatever, and they kind of release you into the offseason. They called him in a day early for his exit meeting, and they told him that they called him in early because the Lakers wanted to call him up for the last two games of the season. I know y'all going to say it's just two games, but at 32 years old, the man got gray hair and everything. He was a 32-year-old NBA rookie, technically, came into the game, scored 19 points in that game, and actually hit a big shot that gave them a chance of winning, but they lost that game. But that was a great story, man. I love that dude. I saw somebody on Twitter like, man, look at this outfit. Bro, this dude been playing for 20 racks a year. Get off this dude outfit, bro. Fall back. But anyway, since they didn't win, I couldn't give it to him. So I, I searched. You know what I do? I searched high and I searched low, and I found somebody deserving of the award. Now, understand, this week right here was the last week of the season you had a lot of teams that was trying to tank i was warning y'all everybody was over there gassing up the 76ers for going on this win streak beating a lot of teams that did not even want to win or just flat out bad teams and i was like i don't want to give it to somebody who played in a meaningless game you know the paris kind of went minnesota and denver that was a game that mattered it was another game that mattered out there portland trailblazers versus the utah jazz this game right here kind of flip-flopped some people actually i thought that utah played uh okc but it was portland but it still it caused some teams to flip and in that game which was a very important game damian lillard stepped up big now the lillard fans be on my back like a shirt the pairs i'm kind of hard on lillard but this year i gotta admit lillard has kind of silenced my negative comments bro and he's done so in games like this right here the pairs let me get this man his credit in this game right here when they needed him to be great he was great bro 36 points 10 assists Big time game. He looked like it was Dame time. What they call it? Is it little time or Dame time? Or whatever. I, I don't know. Whatever. He looked at his arm. It's not even really a watch there. But he looks at his Did arm and it dimes? was. Did he it was look at his arm time, LaParis. He was looking at his damn arm and he went off to the tune of 36 points and 10 dimes to ensure that his team got that spot that they wanted in the postseason. And for that performance, Damian Lillard, you are my strong arm performer of the week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good with that, man. It's, man, it's been a it's been a great show. This is one of these shows. Thanks to the that NBA. You guys also, say it again. I was saying thanks to the NBA. We always have good shows when it's NBA heavy. I don't know if you yeah, see that, listen, but I, 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 I've I've been seeing. This it. is one of these shows you guys need to be very interactive with. I mean, goodness gracious, like we asked, please. I mean, we we, we rubbed some people the wrong way. I already know this is going to be a very controversial show. We yeah. we stated some strong opinions. Me in the playoffs, Spade with his awards. Spade with his awards. And I mean, I mean we big. ready for it, man. We, we want to... Listen, Spade, before I wrap the show, before I wrap, do you have anything yep. to add? I do. Uh, listen, man, here's a call to action. We try not to ask y'all for a lot because we happy that you're just tuning in and watching the show. But, man, we got something brewing and we're going to need you guys' help. All y'all got social media. I don't care if you got one follower on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, a few of y'all still trying to hang out on MySpace. Wherever you at, man. I need a tweet. We're going to come up with a hashtag. I don't know it right now. Follow our Twitter account. 
and we're gonna tweet a hashtag and we're about to make a movement man we gotta wake people Word. up and let them know that this is truly one of the best sports podcasts in the Milky Way galaxy, man, and we we only two people. Like we can scream real loud, but a few people can make that that volume even louder. We need y'all help. I gotta be honest. We need y'all. I mean, what's better when you listening to music? When you listening to music on the little beats by Dre Pill, or when you in the club and them joints like boom, boom. You know, what's better? Like you know, come yeah. on. What's yeah. better? So I mean, we gotta we gotta form together. We gotta form this army, man. With y'all help, we, we gonna be successful, man. Listen. As, listen, we want to thank you guys for your continued support. No doubt, man. You guys show mad love. We cannot thank you guys enough for tuning in to another episode of Strong Arm Sports. If, if you are new here, bang the subscribe button. It takes two seconds. You're a regular here, hit the like button. It's a little bell up there. You can click that bell. It sends a notification to your mobile device to let you know when a new episode, and this was a fire episode, uh, fire emoji, fire, fire emoji, fire emoji. Say that three times. You know, you can click that bell that sends a mobile notification to your mobile device to let you know that a new episode has been uploaded to our YouTube channel. If you don't want to see two dudes arguing in the box, we got audio podcasts everywhere. SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes, and soon to be Spotify. Soon to be on Spotify. We working over over here, God. We working over here soon. It's going to be on Spotify. So listen, man. It should be no reason why you guys should have any excuse to miss an episode. We want to thank you guys for your continued support. Also, we have merch, hoodies, we got t-shirts. It's summertime. Get you a strong on sports t-shirt. Show your support. Can I thank you guys enough? And we'll see you guys next episode. Yeah. Peace.